Section 48 of the Promulgation of Universal Peace, Volume 1. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by K. Hand. The Promulgation of Universal Peace, Volume 1, by Abdul Baha Abbas. 11. June 20, 1912, at 309 West 78th Street, New York. Notes by Howard McNutt. I am about to leave the city for a few days rest at Montclair. When I return, it is my wish to give a large feast of unity. A place for it has not yet been found. It must be outdoors under the trees in some location away from city noise like a Persian garden. The food will be Persian food. When the place is arranged, all will be informed and we will have a general meeting in which hearts will be bound together, spirits blended, and a new foundation for unity established. All the friends will come. They will be my guests. They will be as the parts and members of one body. The spirit of life manifest in that body will be one spirit. The foundation of that temple of unity will be one foundation. Each will be a stone in that foundation, solid and interdependent. Each will be as a leaf, blossom, or fruit upon one tree. For the sake of fellowship and unity, I desire this feast and spiritual gathering. Whatsoever is conducive to unity is merciful and from the divine bounty itself. Every universal affair is divine everything which conduces to separation and estrangement is satanic because it emanates from the purposes of self consider how clearly it is shown in creation that the cause of existence is unity and cohesion and the cause of non-existence is separation and dissension by a divine power of creation the elements assemble together in affinity and the result is a composite being certain of these elements have united and man has come into existence certain other combinations produce plants and animals Therefore, this affinity of the inanimate elements is the cause of life and being. Through their commingling, therefore, human affinity, love, and fellowship are made possible. If the elements were not assembled together in affinity to produce the body of man, the higher intelligent forces could not be manifest in the body. But when these elements separate, when their affinity and cohesion are overcome, death and the dissolution of the body they have builded inevitably follow. Therefore, affinity and unity among even these material elements mean life in the body of man, and their discord and disagreement mean death. Throughout all creation, in all the kingdoms, this law is written, that love and affinity are the cause of life, and discord and separation are the cause of death. Consider the bodies of all the natural organisms. Certain elements have gathered and combined in chemical affinity. The tree, the man, the fish are due to this attraction and cohesion which have brought the elements together. A composition or composite being has resulted the outcome of certain atomic grouping for instance is a mirror table or clock because a cohesive power has magnetized and bound these atoms together when that attracting power is withdrawn dissolution and disintegration follow no mirror table or clock remain no trace no existence therefore commingling of the atoms brings forth a reality while dispersion or dissemination of them is equivalent to non-existence Study the law of affinity among the domestic animals. They manifest fellowship. They live in flocks and herds. The love of association is evident among them. Among birds we see evidences of instinctive fellowship and love. But the ferocious animals and birds of prey are just the reverse of the domestic. Sheep, cows, and horses graze together in concord and agreement, but ferocious animals are never seen associating in love and fellowship. Each lives solitary and alone or with a single mate. When they see each other, they manifest the utmost ferocity. Dogs pounce upon dogs, wolves, tigers, lions rage, snarl, and fight to the death. Their ferocity is instinctive. There is a creative reason for it. 
birds of prey like eagles and hawks live solitary and build their nests apart but doves fly in flocks and nest in the same branches when an eagle meets another eagle there is a furious battle the meeting of two doves is a peace meeting therefore it is evident that these blessed characteristics as well as the reverse are found among the creatures of a lower kingdom the great mass of humanity does not exercise real love and fellowship the elect of humanity are those who live together in love and unity they are preferable before god because the divine attributes are already manifest in them supreme love and unity is witnessed in the divine manifestations among them unity is indissoluble changeless eternal and everlasting each one is expressive and representative of all if we deny one of the manifestations of god we deny all to inflict persecution upon one is to persecute the others in all degrees of existence each one praises and sanctifies the others each of them holds to the solidarity of mankind and promotes the unity of human hearts next to the divine manifestations come the believers whose characteristics are agreement fellowship and love the bahai friends in persia attained such a brotherhood in love that it really became a hindrance in the conduct of material affairs each one into whatever house of the friends he went considered himself the owner of the house so to speak there was no duality but complete mutuality of interest in love the visiting friend would have no hesitation in opening the provision box and taking out enough food for his needs they wore each other's clothes as their own when necessary if in need of a hat or cloak they would take and use it the owner of the clothing would be thankful and grateful that the garment had gone when he returned home he would perhaps be told so and so was here and took away your coat he would reply praise be to god i am so grateful to him praise be to god i am so thankful i have been given this opportunity of showing my love for him to such an extreme degree this love and fellowship expressed itself that baha'u'llah commanded no one should take possession of another's belongings unless presented with them the intention is to show to what an extent unity and love prevailed among the bahai friends in the east i hope that this same degree and intensity of love may become manifest and apparent here that the spirit of god shall so penetrate your hearts that each one of the beloved of god shall be considered as all that each one may become a cause of unity and centre of accord and all mankind be bound together in real fellowship and love end of section forty eight